I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. To explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before. Others lock up your sons. The fangirls are busting out all over. It's Fangirl Radio. Fangirl Radio. the fangirls on jackalope radio hey everybody and welcome to the latest episode of the fangirl radio show i'm your host jessica dwyer and with me tonight is my magneto cohort we'll go yay with that. no yay. crime this time no crime ren willox and tonight's episode is really special um not only the fact that i survived horror hound weekend which is a, a event in and of itself which we'll talk about um but uh we actually have some special guests tonight that i'm really excited for um, it is the year of the fangirl, if you did not know this. And um, we have with us tonight Ashley Eckstein and Ellen Connell, who are with Her Universe. We've actually had a great contest before with them where we were giving away Doctor Who t-shirts. And um, this is the year of the fangirl, according to Her Universe. And it should always be uh, the year of the fangirl, I think. And um, <laughs> this episode, we're going to have them on to talk about something they're doing very special um, for fangirls across the universe on their site and um, you're going to be interested in this and I'm very excited to talk to them about it um, and we'll get to that in a moment but first we have quite a bit to talk about because this weekend um, a lot of stuff went down last weekend a lot of stuff went down at Horrorhound Weekend and um, we uh, uh, will get to that but first we need to talk Walking Dead because yes. Yes, Walking Dead Season 3 has ended, and it was a shock of an ending, even if you didn't like her. And uh, here we go, spoilers. Um, and if you haven't seen it by this point and you haven't heard the news, then I don't know where you, what rock you're under. Um, but Andrea died, and that is the big shock of the episode because Andrea is still kicking in the comics, I believe. And um, it... It was surprising, and it was a well, you know, um, Ren has her opinion of it, which I, I sort of agree <laughs> with, which is, WTF, Andrea, why do you keep looking at the guy that's slowly dying? Why don't you get the pliers? <laughs> get the pliers! Ah! <laughs> but um, it was, oh, yeah, exactly. It it, but it was a well-tension-filled build-up with that. And also, just the governor loses his shit. That was this my e- big surprise. That was definitely my, my actual jaw-open moment, going, oh, my God, he killed them all. Yeah, well, and the thing is, he's crazy nutballs in the comics. So I was like, as I was watching them go, we're not going to do this. It's blah, 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 we're going to die. I'm thinking, he's got a large gun. He's yeah. going to kill you. Um, and and sure enough, he took out most of Woodbury, I mean, in one fell swoop. And it was it was a great scene and 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 the villain gets away, which is pretty awesome for a show like this. Everyone thought he was gonna get his comeuppance, but no. He's such a you know, that's and it was the thing that I feel is the governor is so, I mean, David Morrissey is, hot, is hotness personified in this role, but at the same time, he's crazy evil pants. And it, it I mean, he's, he's so evil that you almost, that you can't even, you know, there's some villains that you like, but there's nothing to like here anymore. It's gone. Oh. And so he really is evil per- personified in the show and um i liked also that you now have the the counterpoint of carl uh some people hit that nail on the head with what they were saying which was carl sort of becoming the governor Mm -hmm. and um 
he's got no moral compass anymore. I mean, he, that, he, you know, Rick lost his, his mind and Carl sort of, you know, he's right. When he says he's still a kid, we, we forget that. And children are very impressionable, even with, you know, the, he's lost his mother who was sort of his moral compass, you know, the goodness and light in his life. Um, but he's seen so much at this point. I don't know, you know, and his, and his children are very black and white. And his idea is, okay, we didn't kill this person. Look what happened. We didn't kill this person. Look what happened. So it's sort of, it's sort of that kind of mentality with this. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it was just. It's one of those things I, I, I think Carl's going to become, in the comic book, there was a, a small child who was a, um, a, uh, a psychopath, a mm. young serial killer. And I, I wonder if they're going to combine them into Carl. That would be amazing to see if, if that, how does Rick save his son? you know, who's slowly turning into their enemy in a way. I mean, that was cold stuff with Carl. So I, I really enjoyed that. Um, I, I was sort of saddened by the fact that Merle didn't really get any kind of, you know, we didn't get to talk about this cause I was out of town, but with the whole episode with Merle before that amazing episode, I bawled. That's the one I cried at. I know a lot of people cried about Andrea, I was touched by the whole Andrea thing because I, I had been on Team Andrea towards the end. Like, I get what she, and, and, and that's what she said. She answered that. She said, I didn't want anyone else to die. She was so sick of death that she was trying so hard to keep it from happening. But I was sort of sad by the fact that that amazing episode with Michael Rooker just nailing it and making everybody suddenly love Merle, who didn't already love him. Um, you get one little mention you know, Merle never done anything like that in his life. And it's like, that's it? <laughs> that's all we get for Michael Rooker is that one line. So I was sort of sad by that. But well, um, I kind of I, I wanted this to be a two-hour finale, really. I mean, there was a lot of ground you could have covered. Oh, there was still a lot to left to do. And, and AMC sort of, you know, instead of giving us a freaking hour of Talking Dead, why don't you give us an extra half hour to The Walking Dead and let us have mm-hmm. a little bit more of a finale? Yeah. And, and, and we didn't get that. But I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. It had a lot of shocks. And it set up the next season really well. They're still in the prison. Um, they now have more people on their side. And it's going to be an interesting thing. And now you've got more characters that they can interact with, being that they've killed off a lot of people. Um, the one thing I wanted to say real quick is um, someone posted a photo. Um, and I don't remember, I don't know where they got this from, but it was actually four, four, four pictures of an alternate scene of the Andrea and Milton ending. Um, which wasn't them backing out of the, the doorway and you're not seeing anything, but you're hearing that great scream of, of Lori Holden. Um, the, um, this showed it and it was a different, it looked like they d- filmed this differently too, a completely different setup. He still had his glasses on. He had a different shirt on. Her chain was around her neck, not her her um, not being handcuffed, the chain was around her neck, and you see him bite her and rip the chunk out of her, and it was almost sexual looking. I mean, it was, it was. I kind of would have loved to have seen that scene play out. I mean, it looked brutal, and um, I don't know if that was, if that may be included on the DVDs, which by the way is going to be that cool aquarium of the governor's is going to be the holder for that. Mm-hmm. Um, which I can't wait. Um, I'm buying that one. Uh, it looked really brutal and a lot different than what we got. Um, and I would have enjoyed seeing that. Hopefully it'll be on there, but walking dead, you, um, I will miss you. And October is a long way away. It is sad, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about really quickly is the fact that we have a giveaway going on. Um, in regards to The Walking Dead on fangirlmag.com 
and it's a very easy, once again, it's an easy way to win. Uh, all you have to do is go to the website, tell us your name, tell us your uh, what type of video game system you have, because we're giving away copies of Walking Dead Survival Instinct, as well as a signed Norman Reedus poster from the game. And the poster's cool because it doesn't even say Survival Instinct on it. It just says Walking Dead, the video game, which I think is kind of rare because everything else has Survival Instinct all over it. Yeah, and it is maybe a pre, you know, pre-final marketing. Yeah, and it and it's a nice thick poster. It's not a super full-size poster. It's a good-size poster, and he has signed it. It is signed by the Reedus. So <laughs> all you have to do is go to the website. Tell us your name. Tell us what system you want. Be entered. We're going to do a drawing for, um, we have about, I think, four copies of the PS3 version, one of the Xbox 360, and the poster itself. And we're going to do a drawing for all of those, and we will announce the winners on next week's show. So be sure to, to, to uh, go on the site, fangirlmag.com, and enter. Um, moving on from Walking Dead. <laughs> We um, also had another uh, geek favorite start back up this weekend, which was Game of Thrones. Yay! And I was, man, I wish it was just the Daenerys and Tyrion show and Arya. I, that, that's, I really missed Arya in this episode. Um, but Tyrion's scene with Charles Dance, um, well, Peter Dinklage's scene with Charles Dance as um, Tywin, uh, I really wanted to just gut punch Tywin. I, I Aww, you know, don't we you all know, though? You hurt my little imp. How dare you, Charles Dance? You, you hurt him. Mean. It was mean. That was a brutal scene, and uh, the Dinklage pulls it off so well with that hurt dignity, leaving with his pride intact. Um, oh, I don't know about that. I, that I, that was gutting. That was oh, absolutely was. heartbreaking. It, he it had was. a candle of hope. He had a tiny little glimmering itty bitty candle of hope that his father didn't completely hate him, and he was wrong. His father completely hates him. Yeah, he thought he'd earned it, and and he had earned it, but they're never gonna get. I think the the anger and, and is still so deep for him having killed his mother on the way out. I yeah. think that is why there will never be a chance between the two of them. And I'm working my way through the books. They're a long, hard go, those books, because they're like a brick apiece. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, I don't think that's ever going to happen. I, I truly know it. I know for well, a fact it doesn't. But I quite like that it hopped and skipped around a bit, only because it afforded me the opportunity to be, opportunity to be reminded of what the heck, like where everybody was and what they were doing. Right. Right, it kind of so was. I kind of like was alright with that. It was a reminder, and I love the fact that Syrian Hines showed up, and he makes everything better. <laughs> um, he he really does, and it's so great. The one that the, swore his fealty to Daenerys. No, he is the uh, the leader, the king beyond the wall. Oh yeah, and uh, also known as Dumbledore's brother. Also known as Dumbledore's <laughs> brother, dude. Oh, um, freaking giant! How cool was the giant? That was so oh, cool. the giant was so cool, and the dragons looked great. I, yes. I was dragons, dragons, always dragons. But I love Daenerys and that whole storyline. And oh my god, the, the nipple, the nipple cutting, oh, the nipple cutting. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god! You know the pain. what? It's like I'm so like I'm so through with all the kingdoms of Westeros that I just want her to come in with the dragons burn them all down and sit on that damn throne. Like I'm fully, I'm total storm camp stormborn now. Like that's the only one I'm rooting for. I want her and Tyrion to marry, get married and have pretty <laughs> white haired babies. That's what I want. That's I what I want. Tyrion, I think Tyrion liked being the hand of the King because it was a position of ultimate authority and, and responsibility. And not only did he know he was capable of it, uh, he was but good he, at it. Know, not only did it prove it to other people, but but he was very very good at it. So yeah, I think he. I would I would prefer him as her hand, um, and she just to be a queen with no king. That would just be stinking fantastic. I, I would love for that to. Happen. I don't think that's how it goes down, but it would be great. Um, 
Everything but, uh, should be happy. They should just live in the in the prison, <laughs> and no one will ever bother them. And they'll grow the garden they kept talking about, and everyone will be happy. And this is why you're not George R. R. Martin or Robert Kirkman. <laughs> everyone will be happy. No, that's what I. That's what I want to watch. Season three of season three. All I want to see is like the every consecutive episode or season four. I want to see like how high the corn plants are getting. Like, I don't want to see anybody die. I don't want, uh, maybe, you know, zombies out beyond the fence. But no, I want to see them grow the garden. Yeah, that's what I want. No, that, that's everyone, not good. Everyone will be happy. No one's going to happen. Never, never. Um, but that that was this weekend. Um, and uh, I moving on to one thing I, I wanted to point out to you all again, another self, self-promoting crap, but I have to do yeah. it because this is the last week the last week, as of this airing, you have April 7th to vote at the Rondo Awards. Um, this is my lead into our discussion about Harham Weekend. Um, but uh, Rondo Awards, I believe it's rondoawards.com. Um, but uh, look up Rondo Awards, go to the site. Feel free to vote for whoever you want, just as long as you vote. But I am up for um, interview of the year with my coverage of The Walking Dead in Horror Hound Magazine. It's my first time being nominated for a Rondo, and I'm pretty excited. If I don't win, oh well, but it'd be cool to win. And um, <laughs> Horror Hound itself is up for like nine awards, including Best Convention. And th- that's my segue. How cool is that? That was really well done, Good Jessica. Segue. Yes, I think so. <laughs> So Horror Hound Weekend Cincinnati happened um, a couple of weekends ago at this point, and it was ridiculously packed. We had, I believe, between fifteen and 20,000 people at this show. It was truly the Comic-Con of horror conventions. Um, we had people that had to be turned away at the door because the tickets sold out. And um, that is why um, I'm suggesting right now, if you want to go to our September show in um, Indianapolis, pre-order. All I can tell you is pre-order your tickets to guarantee a way in. Um, I don't believe it's going to be as packed as this show was, but it's going to be pretty packed. Um, but this show was amazing. Like I we had uh, probably about 75% of the cast of The Walking Dead there. We had John Bernthal. We had Sarah Wayne Callis, Norman Reedus, um, Scott Wilson, Lou Temple was there. Uh, uh, Chandler Riggs was there. Um, we had Michael Rooker. It was packed with just The Walking Dead people alone. But we also had John Carpenter. We had the cast of Holliston. Um, we had a reunion of House of a Thousand Corpses. We had Michael Madsen. It was just craziness all the way around. And um, we also had Saturday night, um, five concerts in a row uh, with bands like Harley Poe, Stellar Corpses. Um, we had a massive costume contest. I did, in fact, see a uh, legend um Legends Darkness walking around. So somebody actually had that costume on, walking around in it, as Tim Curry's Darkness. Um, we had a 12-foot-tall... With the horns like, and everything? Those horns yes. are like wide. They were ridiculous. This this was one of the best costumes I saw at the show. I, I, I only got to see a few of them because I was so busy, but this was a great costume. Um, Did they do his voice? Tim Curry's voice. Ah. I did I didn't get to ask. I wanted to, but it was just, I was so busy and crazy. And, um, you know, we we had Robert Patrick there. So I was making sure he was okay. It was, it was amazing show. And I got to moderate two panels, which I was very happy with. Um, the first was on Friday, which was the subspecies panel. And that was amazing to do a big thrill for me as a, as a huge fan of that, uh, film franchise to get to talk to these people and Anders Hove and, and, and uh, Denise Duff was there, Ted Nicolau. It was amazing to do. And uh, I got to, because um, I had written in the magazine the retrospective for those films. And I was just thrilled to death with that. It was such a great uh, experience. But then Saturday came and the Walking Dead panel happened. Mm-hmm. And the Walking, the Walking Dead panel was packed. We had 1,200 people easy in that room. And um, it was it was. Uh, just crazy. We were doing giveaways in there. Um, I was helped along by our friend Dan Roebuck, and um, we both co uh, 
co-modded the panel and it was amazing all the way around. Every one of the Walking Dead people came and at the end Norman Reedus showed up for five minutes and I thought we were going to have a riot. Mm -hmm. But but it turned out okay and everybody was fairly calm and uh, we had a great show. Um, Sunday came and everyone was so tired but it would been it was so worth it and uh, it was an amazing experience so I hope you had a good time all of you that actually came to the show I know some of you didn't get to get to do all the stuff that you wanted to do just simply because there were so many people Um, and that's just it it sucks but it's one of those things when when you have a big show it happens like comic-con you have to pick between four or five different things if you want to go do something so it's it's just a hard, you know, when you have so much going on, it's hard to find, you know, to get to do the, everything you want to do. So, but I hope you all had a fun time that came. Um, if I didn't get to say hi to you, hi. Um, feel free to check out for our indie show in September. It's going to be off the hook, too. We're already announcing guests. We're doing a Freddy versus Jason reunion. And we've already got a bunch of people announced for that. And we have more surprises for you on that front, too. So, um, but yeah, uh, Harhound Weekend was was crazy. And uh, Lou Temple was amazingly fun. I got to wear his hat from the Lone Ranger. <laughs> and it made me happy. And Scott Wilson was amazing, too. He was everywhere. So, it was a fun time all the way around. Um so yeah, I uh on weekend, great show, really, really, really fun. Um so yeah, feel free to check out horrorhoundweekend.com and see the um uh lineup that we have already announced for uh September. And please pre-order tickets. Uh it's the best thing you can do if you want to make sure to get into the show because trust me, once it starts rolling with what we're going to have going on at this thing you want to pre-order. I think even some people are saying the hotels are already starting to sell out around the area and that happens, but, um, just keep checking. So I want to welcome our special guests for tonight's episode, um, Ashley Eckstein and Ellen Connell. Um, Ashley and Ellen are here from the wonderful website, her universe, which is, um, uh, known for some great uh, clothing lines that they do for Star Wars, Doctor Who, all for the female fan. And what they're doing this year, which they are calling the Year of the Fangirl, which I'm always in support of, is a new thing called Ask Ellen. And Ask Ellen is sort of a Dear Abby for the Fangirl set, which is important to me as a fangirl uh, who grew up not in an area that didn't really have a lot of us around. Um, and when you have issues and you have you get bullied a lot for being different and I think this is such a great concept because in this time where in the last couple of years bullying has become a big deal and has been getting a lot more notoriety and and news this is a great thing for um for the fangirls out there and the women out there who sort of get forgotten in the terms of what happens to them when they're growing up or if they're slightly different and, and what they have to go through. So, um, Ashley and Ellen, thank you for doing this and, and, um, welcome to the show. We can't wait to talk to you about this. Oh, thank you so much. (laughs) Oh, no worries. So Ashley, um, I'll, I'll let you start. Um, can you tell us what kind of led to, uh, to this concept and how it came to be on her universe? Yes, absolutely. Well, um, first things first, Ellen and I have actually been friends now for about seven years. And um, Ellen um, worked for Lucasfilm when I was cast on The Clone Wars. So we got to know each other through um, our work on Star Wars The Clone Wars. And um, when Ellen uh, left Lucasfilm and went back to school, we just we stayed in touch. And I'll let Ellen elaborate on, on her path there in a minute. But um, we just continued to stay in touch because uh, Ellen was down in San Diego and I also lived there for two years. And um, it was just really exciting for me as, as her friend to follow her through this amazing process where she was getting her doctorate and um, going back to school and just, you know, following her dreams. And um, once she graduated from school, it was this past summer, um, we had just, uh, we had both just attended San Diego Comic-Con and um, we were just kind of recapping our stories of what was going on. And I was telling Ellen how I was helping out um, Carrie 
Goldman uh, promote her new book called Bullied and how Carrie wanted me to um, film a video and give advice on how to deal with bullying. And I was telling Ellen that I was actually having a really hard time with it because um, sometimes the best way I find for me personally to give advice is just by through my actions rather than my words because I was having a hard time putting it into words how I wanted to um, give advice to girls about how to deal with bullying. And um, at the same time, Ellen was saying that she just felt compelled at, at um, San Diego Comic-Con to, to use her schooling and kind of help this geek crowd because we're, we're both geek girls. We're both, you know, fangirls. And she goes, you know, I really want to um, find a way to work with this community and the fans um, with, with, you know, my new degree. And so um, around the same time, I was um, uh talking internally with my Her Universe team about how I wanted 2013 to be the year of the fangirl. I wanted to do a year-long campaign um, promoting fangirls and really, as a community, stepping into the, the bigger spotlight and saying, hey, you know, we're girls and we're here and we love fi sci-fi and we're here to stay. And I um, wanted to build on that community. And so I, you know, Ellen and I just kind of put our heads together and came up with this kind of modern day Dear Abby column. And um, that's really where it all came from at, at a Mexican restaurant over chips and salsa. <laughs> <laughs> Most good things do. <laughs> yes. So, and Ellen, I, I wanted to talk to you about this because I, this is really great. And I, a lot of people, like I said, I, I feel like we get forgotten in the terms of, of the, the bullying, you know, it's always, um, specific ones that they seem to focus on in the news. And I feel like, um, when I was growing up and I'll, I'll just real quick, not pity party me, but I, I had a lot of problems growing up with people dealing with, cause I'm a horror, not, I'm a horror nut, like to the core. I love horror films and I love science fiction. And I dealt with so much coming from a rural Southern Illinois, small town. And I, I think now with the internet and everything, I think, think that this is a chance to get a lot of the girls like me that didn't have anyone to talk to. And I think that's so wonderful. Do you feel like um, we're more challenged in that regard as a, as a group? Well, like you said, actually, I'm, I'm so happy now as well that there is internet access and, you know, fan pages like Her Universe, I think, that offers community that didn't exist back when we were young. Um, and one of the reasons that I wanted to go back into school for psychology is I remember, you know, just what it felt like as a girl to not feel like I fit in and to have, you know, a lot of problems with self-esteem, um, low self-esteem and a lot of anxiety. And I learned to deal with that as I got older. And I really wanted to help um, girls who are still dealing with that. And especially, you know, especially girls in the fangirl community, I wanted to reach out to them. And I'm just so happy to be able to do this column. And I think... Um, you know, offering community like her universe does is a great way to do that. And, uh, and do you think that um, fangirls in particular, like are, that we have more to deal with with the self-esteem issues? Because do you think that we get sort of belittled by more of the male-dominated world that we're trying to be a part of? Um, yes, I think I think absolutely we can be. Um, I don't I don't know necessarily if we get bullied more than um, than people in other marginalized groups. I think just any time you're different, people tend to um, tend to pick on someone who's different. You know, it makes them feel better somehow to be able to put someone else down, which is really unfortunate. Um, but I certainly I definitely see that um, fan girls can get put down often in the science fiction community and in the fan community, which is really too bad. So I'm glad that we can all bond together now. Exactly. And uh, so can you tell us what you want to, um, I know you, you've given some of the details, but how, how will Ask Ellen work in terms of communicating with you and getting the, the word out and answering the questions? Okay. Um, well, like you already said, it's, it's like a Dear Abby column. So people will write in with questions. Um, really, any topic is fine. I mean, people have written in about um, how to deal with fanboys at conventions, how to deal with bullying, um, but really anything, you know, dealing with parents, dealing with siblings. It doesn't even have to revolve around 
you know, being in the geek or fan community, just really anything that somebody's struggling with, um, they can write in about. And then um, basically, I'm just writing. I'm writing answers. Um, everybody's co- it's kept. Everyone's kept confidential, so we don't we change the names. We don't gotcha. use anybody's names. And um, yeah, I just write a response and post it on the blog, and hopefully it will and, help. And I'll, oh, go I'll ahead, add Esther. that um, anyone can just go to heruniverse.com and go to our blog section. And on the right-hand column, there's a big box that just says Ask Ellen. And um, you can uh, just click on the button that says Ask Ellen. And you can just fill out a form right there. Um, You can put your question in and submit it to Ellen right there. And as Ellen said, everything is anonymous. Um, No one will ever know, you know, who submitted what questions. So um, it's it's very easy. Just definitely go to heruniverse.com to the blog and... um, and Ellen's been doing a great job at keeping up with all the great questions. Wonderful. Thanks, Ashley. <laughs> That's awesome. So um, in terms of, uh, like, say, uh, what what would your advice be to girls out there right now that, that are kind of uh, afraid to let, you know, afraid to talk to people about, what they've got going on, like if they have some um, like self-esteem issues, uh, if or if they feel like they're alienated and alone and where they're at. Um, sort of what I've done in the past, like we had Women in Horror Month in February. My my advice was for girls to put themselves out there and like do something to contribute to the community. Like say if they wanted to do be an artist, draw something and post it. Or if they are a writer, write a fan fiction if that's what they're into. It, are these good ideas for girls to kind of let it be known who they are? Absolutely. Yeah. I think the most important thing for helping people feel better about themselves is to find community. So, you know, reaching out to other people with similar interests and people who can really appreciate them for who they are. I think that's such a great answer for um, for a girl who feels a little bit different. Um, when you asked about what are other things that people could do to help with their self-esteem, I definitely think, I definitely think that um, girls who are struggling it can really help them to reach out to an adult, you know, ideally their parents, but if they can't talk to their parents, then maybe somebody at school, like a school counselor. Um, you know, I went into this field because I think therapy can be really helpful. So I would always encourage anybody to reach out to a therapist too, if they can. Gotcha. That's good advice. And um, so how is this going to be going on through the year or is this going to be an ongoing column throughout the life of the site? We definitely, uh, you know, hope that this is an ongoing column throughout the life of the site um, because while I've called 2013 the year of the fangirl, um, I I certainly don't, you know, want all of this focus and attention to go away. I think that this is just the start of um, great things to come for this, you know, kind of subset of fans that for so long I feel like we've been in the shadows. And um, this is really an initiative on our part to make it a safer community for fangirls. So there is less bullying. So there is less surprise when, um, from kind of like society in general, when when they're told, oh, half of all sci-fi fans are girls. Um, If we (laughs) do our best to bring it out into the mainstream, then um, I think there's going to be more acceptance and general. So I, I definitely don't view this as ending in, in 2013. I, I just view this as, as just the start. That's great. And I, I, I agree. I think it's it's one of those things that people don't realize how many of us there are and yes. and how and, and the and and the knowledge base that is there as well. I mean I, I don't think they realize how many girls know their stuff when it comes to this. And it's it's slowly coming more to the fore but at the same time, you know like I said, we the the bullying aspect of it, and and not just at conventions or events, but also in school and and at home, or in just in public, it it can be mean, and people yeah. don't get how detrimental that is to someone's um, like you said the self esteem issues and and things like that. It it can really harm you. It it took me a long time. I know personally personally to get over some of the stuff that was done to me in high school and in junior high 
just because. Yeah, so I think that um, absolutely bullying, I think, can be so detrimental to self-esteem. And I know just for myself personally, it's when you hear things about yourself over and over, it's really hard not to believe them. So I think what happens is people start believing what everyone is saying about them and then they feel badly about themselves because they think, well, there must be something wrong with me if everyone's saying that. Um, so I think what's so important is to get help and to realize that, you know, that you are, you are important and you are special, you know, that you are a worthy human being. I think we need to learn to be, be our own best friend. Um, that was something that someone told me that I thought was such great advice. Be your own best friend. Realize that you have, you know, special talents and, you know, you're a good person and, like, you know, start to appreciate what you can offer. And I think that um, anybody who's being bullied, it can help, it can really help them to reach out to other people and to have community, but also to um, do what they can to try to appreciate themselves, too. And one thing I wanted to try to achieve with the Ask Ellen column or um, with the Year of the Fangirl, the Daily Post um, featuring a fangirl of the day every day is, you know, some girls are very fortunate where they have, they're surrounded by a great community, either a great group of friends or a supportive family. And it makes bullying a lot easier um, to deal with when you're surrounded, as Ellen said in the beginning of the call, um, by a great community. But unfortunately, right. some girls... They feel so alone and, and they're, you know, in a community where nobody understands them and there's no other girls in their school that share similar interests. So um, one thing that we're hoping to achieve with her universe is that, you know, if they are getting bullied at school and they do feel alone, that they could come home every day and log on to our virtual community and see that there's girls all over the world just like them, or there there is somebody listening, you know, for, um, through Ask Ellen, and they just automatically feel like they're a part of a community um, just by logging on to heruniverse.com and going to our blog. So I'm hopeful that as we spread the word that if girls do feel lonely and they do feel trapped, um, that they can they can seek us out and and. I, we always do our best to try to keep our community very positive and very safe for girls of all ages. Are you gonna uh, um, Are you gonna endeavor to answer all the Ask Ellen's that you get? I'm definitely gonna try. I mean, I think as they come in, we'll have to see if if it starts to be too many. Sometimes um, I might combine answers. If you know, if there's several several right. questions, same topic. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we're going to definitely try to as best as, best as I can. Yeah. And I really like the idea of community because it it's really important. And that's one of the things with, with this show and with the website that I started as well. I really wanted to get the word out that there are girls out there that like this stuff and we're not alone. And it's really important to know that. And um, that's part of the reason why I'm so, I, I'm very passionate about this. I think this is a great thing. And uh, I, I want everyone out there listening to check this out, especially if you're a, a young girl, you know, in junior high, high school, it's really rough. And it's even rougher these days um, for you out there because things tend to, even from my day, it's, it's amped up, the, the attitudes and the, and the danger out there for girls, um, not just girls either, just boys, everyone like us, um, it's very hard, and this is a great place. This is a safe place for you to go, and, and, you know, if you don't feel comfortable talking to your parents or there's no one there you feel like you can talk to, this is a place you can go and, and find other people and that, that will get you, and I really appreciate what you guys are doing. Oh, well, thank you, and, and, and you too. I mean, what, 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 what you've done for the community is, is just incredible, and I think that's the biggest thing is we can, help, we can help other girls just by speaking up about it and being vocal, and, I mean, that's why it's so important. You know, when Ellen and I got your um, invite to come on your show, we were both so excited because the only way we're going to get word out that, you know, shows like yours exist and, and, and columns like Ellen's exist is just to continue to talk about it as much as possible. Exactly. And, and, and it's, it is, it's, it's 
the girl, girls need to help other girls. And that's really what this is about. And so I want to thank you guys for, for joining us on the show tonight and talking about this because it is very important. Um, I, I feel passionately about it. I really uh, think this is a great thing. And uh, the more that we can help each other rather than harm each other, or it, it really is a good thing. So thank you again for doing it. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And I will say, I've seen just an incredible response. Um, You know, I I always feed more in the public eye. I learned a long time ago not to read the comment sections on blogs. um, Because sometimes (laughs) some very negative comments are said. But um, I've released a blog on StarWars.com lately, and there was this guy that wrote in some comments that were not very nice about me at all. Um, and it was, it was just incredible to see the response from some of the female fans just, um, sticking up for me. And I think that's what this community is about. Just, you know, it's like, we're all here in support of each other and having each other's backs. And that's what I think is so great about social media. There, there's so many negative things that happen with social media but but we don't we don't have to only focus on that we can turn it on its head and use it for all of the positive and and that's what we try to do is you know just build this huge support system for girls and I, I mean I love to be there if somebody's having a down day um, to take to social media and just you know talk to that person because we all have down days and it, and it just helps that you have such easy access with each other to just be there and be supportive. And, um, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm totally sound like such a nerd right now, but I I just, (laughs) um, I I just am so thankful for the positive community that we're, we're all building. Well, and it kind of, I've seen and, and, and read things that have happened on Twitter and, and Facebook too. What can happen to a fan when they're having a bad time and they just get like, um, say you know it, it, Ashley if you if you said you know what buck up it's all good I'm you know love you or whatever you know and to this person that's just you can tell they're they're not in a good way they're not having a great time of it it can brighten the day of a person they freak out and are so happy to be you know just have someone say that to them that they know if they don't even know them personally it just makes them happy and it's that's the wonder of, uh, to me of like Twitter and Facebook and, and, and websites is that if someone just, they, they get happy from it. They, they, it helps improve their mind and their, their day. And that's a great thing. So this, I think this is a great idea. Well, yeah, thank absolutely. you so much. <laughs> yeah. No I worries. agree with both of you that it's so important to support each other. So I'm happy that both of you have your columns and, and everyone, we can all build community that way. Exactly. Yeah. Do you have any well, other special events planned for the year of the Fangirl? Uh, we definitely have um, some things we're working on for San Diego Comic-Con. Um, nothing is set in stone yet, so unfortunately I can't give details because uh, it's still a work in progress. But we have a major event that we're planning um, just for Year of the Fangirl. And then also definitely looking to do um, something with Ellen either a special panel or uh, a, a meetup where it's, it's also work in progress, but absolutely we're working on it. And um, cool. we're always also open to suggestions. So I'm, I'm, you know, listening to, to fan suggestions all the time because again, this is kind of a campaign for everyone. So um, I know there's some exciting suggestions that the fans have already brought up for events like Dragon Con in the fall or Geek Girl Con. So it's something we're trying to map out the rest of the year. Awesome. That That's going to be great. And Comic-Con's going to be ridiculous this year as always. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm really excited. Knock on wood. We, we have some a really, really cool event that's in the works um, that we're talking with San Diego Comic-Con about. So I just... Um, you know, it, it, until it's official, I don't want to jinx anything, but I just, um, <laughs> where I'm, would we really see excited. updates when there are, when there are updates, where would we find those? Her universe? Oh, great, great question. Yeah. Um, definitely heruniverse.com, um, Facebook and Twitter for her universe. I, I run them myself. So that's always, um, 
the the fastest way to hear. I, I'm constantly updating it daily, so it's just the Her Universe official fan page, and um, and then at Her Universe on Twitter, um, and then obviously the Her Universe blog. So um, definitely check those out. But oh, if uh, the, the San Diego Comic Con event, I, I'll I'll be like screaming it from the rooftops if it, <laughs> <laughs> once it gets approved because <laughs> so, awesome. it, it will be able it's it's um we're going to be asking for girls participation so it's nice. something again that's that's not just me it's it's uh, it's going to be a whole group of girls that's awesome. exciting that is yeah, exciting i can't i can't wait yeah uh, comic-con is always ridiculous i i go i've gone every year and it just keeps getting bigger Every year, it's like a monster. It's eating San Diego. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite time of year. Yeah, so it's my favorite time of year to be in San Diego. You know, everybody, everybody comes out, and it's so fun. You know, everyone has so much passion and excitement. Can't wait. Well, and it, it it's funny to me that I, I've told this a couple of times to people. It, it seems like with that many people, you would think bad things would happen all the time, but it doesn't. It it like the one the the bickening that happened where the guy got his eye stabbed that was like the worst thing ever that has happened at that show out of how many years that I can think of so it's always so nice it's kind of creepy and how nice and calm it seems to be <laughs> that's true yeah 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 well guys thank you oh, I'm, I'm sorry go ahead Alan Oh, I just think I think maybe when people are having fun and they're with people that you know that they where where they feel like they fit in, you know, maybe they don't feel like they need to be aggressive or, you know. Yeah, it, it's like coming home to family. That it's like geek mecca. It's so big, and yet you feel like you know everybody and you can start a conversation with them. Yeah, yeah. it's so much fun. But I, I want to thank you guys again for joining us. I think we're about to run out of time. But once again, um, heruniverse.com. Check out the Ask Ellen column. Also check out some of the great T-shirts they have, especially Doctor Who, which is my favorite. And, and uh, thank you again, guys, for joining us. Ashley, Ellen, thank you for doing this. It's a great thing thank to you. do. And celebrate the year of the fangirl because you're all fangirls and we deserve it for sure. Yes. yes, thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. And there you have it, everybody. Um, Ashley Eckstein and Alan Connell. And be sure to, once again, check out heruniverse.com. There are some awesome, awesome clothes on there. Um, they are the they are the creators of the Princess Leia hoodie with the built-in bun ears. So for reals, that's where you can get that hoodie at. Um, but um, once again, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, I had a great time at Horror Hound Weekend. Once again, I wanted to um, thank everybody that came out to that. Um, be sure to join us next week when we will be announcing the winners of our Walking Dead giveaway. And be sure to... Um, uh, to uh, apply for that go on the site fangirlmag.com put in your uh, submission to win we have one copy of the Xbox 360 version of Survival Instinct and then we have four copies of the PS3 version as well as the signed Norman Reedus poster which is and beautiful. your odds are good your odds are still good we've got 51 entrants so do your math and you'll know that that's way better odds than winning the lottery or even being hit by a car. So, and that's what that's of, as of right now. And and as of right now, we've had the the, the well, right now. That's what I mean. Yeah, as of right now, we have fifty-one entries, which is you know what that's like five and ten. You got fifty-fifty odds. <laughs> we have five. Not five prizes, right? Five yeah. prizes and fifty people. So, so one, yeah, in one in ten. One in one in ten. One in ten. Yeah. yeah, one in ten shot of winning. So uh, we can add. Yes. Yeah, we, we do math. We do math good. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, so feel free to enter that contest. We will um, be drawing the names and announcing them on our next week's show. Um, in the meantime, thank you again for joining us. It's good to be back. And um, Ren, thank you again for joining me. Of course. Hi, Magneto. I don't pay her a dime. <laughs> she just gets, I give her free things so often. 
Um, but thank you again for joining us, and we will see you uh, next week on Fanboy Radio. Out there in the cold, getting lonely, getting old, can you feel me? Hey, you, standing in the aisle, the bitchy feet and fading smiles, can you feel me? Hey, you, don't help them to bury the Would you help me?